Hi everyone, welcome back to Understand the Bible and in this session we are concluding our series on justification and if you want to see the rest of these then you can go have a look down in the description I'll put a link below and you can see the rest of them. But in this video we are thinking about the question can we be good enough to earn our way into heaven? Now if you've seen the rest of these I hope it will be relatively clear what the answer is. But actually, I think there are some angles on this which are really important for us to think about. You know, this the wider question, can we please God without faith? Can we please God without faith? That's the real fundamental question. And that's what we're going to be thinking about through our passage in Hebrews chapter 11, because uh, this passage is really about faith and it really helps us to see what faith is and what it is that God is looking for from us. Now, because this is a short passage, I, I'm not going to uh, I'm not going to read it all out now, but I will read out the bits as we go through and you can look at those. I'll put them on the screen. Apologies if you're using the podcast. I will put the link to the passage below on Bible Gateway so you can have it in front of you or you can read it uh, in advance or, or whatever. So this is what it says in Hebrews chapter 11, verse one. Now, faith is confidence in what we hope for and assurance about what we do not see. And so this is the Bible's definition of faith, saying that faith is confidence in our hope and assurance about what we do not see. So in order for it to be faith, we need a hope and we need something that we do not see. Now, when the Bible talks about hope, it doesn't mean just kind of a general hope in good things to happen, kind of like fate but rather it means it in a very specific sense. And that is the hope of the, the Christian hope, you know, the hope of the resurrection, the hope of one day Jesus returning and uh, taking us to be with him uh, and so on. So hope in the Bible is not blind hope, but it is a specific hope, you know, wanting something specific, hoping in something specific. And you know, this is the important thing that everyone has faith in something but Christians have faith in Jesus and that's the hope. You know, it's not just enough to have faith, but we have to have faith in the right thing. So, you know, some people talk about faith as if faith is the only thing that matters. And, oh, you just got to have faith. You just got to believe. Well, believe what? Have faith in what? And this is why it's important to, uh, to hear what the Bible has to say about faith. It's not just faith, but it is faith in something and it's what we have faith in that is the important thing you know having faith and trust in Jesus at the end of the day is, is the important thing so verse 2 says this is what uh, the ancients were commended for and so what he's saying is that it's been this way all the way back through the whole bible you know it wasn't the case that in the old testament that people please god with their good deeds and then in the new testament it's all changed but he's saying actually it's always been the case that uh, that people please god by faith and not by their good deeds and he gives some examples he gives some examples of uh, from the old testament so verse 3 says by faith we understand that the universe was formed at god's command so that what is seen was not made out of what was visible so what he says is that we believe that the universe was made by God's by God's command. Uh, of course, none of us could actually see the universe. And we trust that it wasn't just any old God 
who made the universe, but it was the God of, of the Bible. You know, and that's something which we can't we can't prove. But at the same time, it makes sense. And it's important to you know we, we having faith doesn't mean believing things which don't make sense, but rather uh, accepting things as kind of the hope which we can't see or at least can't see yet. And I think the, the writer of, of Hebrews, he may have been thinking of Adam and Eve at this point. He doesn't mention them. But of course, when things were perfect, Adam and Eve had that perfect relationship with God and they walked with him. So he may have been thinking about Adam and Eve having uh, their faith at this point. Uh, so then he goes on, verse four, by faith, Abel brought a better uh, brought God a better offering than Cain did. By faith, he was commended as righteous when God spoke well of his offerings. And by faith, Abel still speaks, even though he is dead. So this is referring to Genesis chapter four, where Cain and Abel both offered sacrifices. And you can go and read it for yourself, but I'll just read out a little bit to you. So Abel kept flocks and Cain worked the soil. In the course of time, Cain brought some of the fruits of the soil as an offering to the Lord. But Abel also brought an offering, fat portions from some of the firstborn of his flock. The Lord looked with favour on Abel and his offering, but on Cain and his offering he did not look with favour. Now, what was the difference between them? Because it seemed like the sacrifices that they brought were, you know, more or less the same. You know, that uh, Abel brought some of his, uh, his first fruits and Cain brought some of his, and it was just fine. What was the difference between them? And what we learn from Hebrews is that one was offered in faith and one wasn't. So they were doing the same thing, but the difference between them was that one of them was bringing an offering in faith and the other one wasn't. That was why God was pleased with Abel's sacrifice, because it was offered in faith, but not with Cain's sacrifice. So the two actions were, although they looked the same, actually only one was by faith and that was the one which pleased God really important thing, a uh, really important lesson to learn there. And then uh, uh, then in Hebrews it goes on in verse 5, by faith Enoch was taken from this life so that he did not experience death. He could not be found because God had taken him away. For before he was taken he was commended as one who pleased God. So again in Genesis it talks about how Enoch walked with God and it was his faith which pleased God. And that was the thing which made, made the difference to him. And then we get to the key verse, which is verse six. And without faith, it is impossible to please God because anyone who comes to him must believe that he exists and that he rewards those who earnestly seek him. So without faith, it is impossible to please God. Now, I think that's a really, really key verse. And I think it's quite shocking as well to most people because I think it's very different to the way that most people think. And I think most people think that if they do good deeds, then they'll just please God. But actually, what Hebrews says is that without faith, it is impossible to please God. Now, why is that? And the answer is, is what it goes on to say in the rest of the verse, because it says anyone who comes to him must believe that he exists. I think that goes without saying, really, doesn't it? It's fairly obvious. But in order to please God, we must want to please him. And in order to do that, we have to believe that he exists. You know, but you can't please someone that you don't believe exists. It's just obvious, isn't it? I was trying to think about an example of this. You know, has anyone done you 
a good deed sort of by accident? You know, has anyone, for example, given you a present, maybe given you something nice only for you to find out later that they'd actually intended it for someone else, but they couldn't give it to them for some reason? Now, it happens, it happens from time to time, you know, that you're the recipient of a good thing only to find that it wasn't really intended for you. How does that make you feel? You know, that the good thing that someone wanted to give you wasn't really intended for you. And that's a bit like how it is when we try to do good deeds, but God, you know, we don't believe in God and don't believe that he's good. You know, it's just like trying to do a good deed, but we're not really trying to please him. And that's the point of faith, you know, because when we do, when we have faith and we want to please God, then we have that relationship with him and we want to please our heavenly father. The second thing is that it says as well here is that he rewards those who earnestly seek him. You know, there's no point trying to please God if we believe that he's not going to be bothered. To, you know, he doesn't care about our efforts. If God wants us to do good things and God rewards those who do good, do good things, then we will want to please him as well. So we have to believe he's there and we have to believe that he wants us to do good things in order to please God. Without that faith, it is impossible to please him. And that's really important to understand. If it helps, it's just another way of, of thinking about it is, you know, imagine that you were married and, um, or you might not have to imagine that, maybe you are, uh, but imagine trying to please your spouse while at the same time not really talking to, talking to him or her, not really having much of a relationship there, but just trying to do good things. You know, maybe help tidying the house and cooking dinner and doing the, trying to please things, but without having a relationship. Now, do you think your husband or wife would be pleased if you did good things without actually having that relationship? And I think the answer is no. I certainly know that my wife wouldn't be very happy if I did good things without actually having that, that relationship with her. And it's a bit like that with God as well. The relationship is the really fundamental thing and the good things sort of flow out of that. Without the relationship, the good deeds are just meaningless because as, as we saw before, they're not really uh, good deeds. So let's finish by looking at, as we've been uh, as we've been saying, the past few weeks we've been going through the 39 articles and we've got to article uh, 13 and I'll read it now. I'm afraid it is in the old fashioned version because I couldn't find the modern language version, but I will explain afterwards. Works done before the grace of Christ and the inspiration of his spirit are not pleasant to God, for as much as they spring not of faith in Jesus Christ, neither do they make men meet to receive grace, or, as the school authors say, deserve grace of congruity. Yea, rather, for that they are not done as God hath willed and commanded them to be done, we doubt not, but they have the nature of sin. So what this is saying is that works done without faith are sin. And this is, I think, really fundamental to grasp about the Christian life, actually, that when we do good things, we're not doing good things in kind of a vacuum, but we actually, we're seeking God. We want to please him. We want to live in this world as his children and with him as our heavenly father, wanting to serve him, wanting to love him, wanting to please him, wanting to live in this world in his way. And that is really fundamental to understand that actually when we don't have that, what is done outside of that is actually sin. And this is why we are unable to please God without faith. You know, that good works which are just done kind of between people do not please God. 
they don't merit God's favour because they're not done for him, they're not done to please him, they're just done really for ourselves. Now I think this is a really sobering thing actually for us to think that you know it's so easy for us to look at the external what someone looks like and think oh there's a good person you know they're they're nice person they give to charity they love their community and family and so on it's so easy for us to look at the external things without looking at someone's relationship with God because you can't see that but that is the most fundamental thing and that is what pleases God you know whether all of the good things that someone does actually flow from a heart which wants to love and to serve God so this is why it's really important to say, you know, nice people, and we come across nice people all the time, but nice people need Jesus just as much as, as everyone else. Nice people, everyone needs Jesus and needs the salvation that God brings through Christ Jesus. No one is good enough. No one can earn their, their place in heaven. No one even can, with good deeds, earn God's salvation, that everyone needs to turn to him. Really, really important as we finish to, to, to come to that, that point, come to that conclusion. And just, uh, just as a, a final thing to say, that if it's impossible to please God without faith, it is possible to please God with faith. And that's the wonderful good news, you know, that when we do come to God, when we do come to him, even our weak and, and faltering efforts are pleasing to God because of the relationship that we've begun to have with him. And that's really good news, you know, that my children, when they do things, when uh, my daughter, uh, my daughter who's now six, when she draws me a picture and she just says, I love daddy. And I mean, of course, it's not it's not what a professional illustrator would do. It's not a beautiful kind of artistic um, you know, professional thing which you'd hang up in a gallery or something. But because she's done it out of love for me, then I, I, I love it. And, you know, I put them up in my study and, and what have you, you know, they're, they're wonderful things. But that's because of the relationship that we have, not because of the, the value of the thing itself, but because of what it, it means to me and our relationship. And that's how it is with God as well. You know, when we do good things out of love for him, then actually it's that relationship that matters and God accepts them through Jesus Christ, even though we're not worthy of it. So I hope that this video and this series has helped understand what justification is as we've kind of probed into it a bit more. And I hope that you've begun to see why this is a really important issue. And although a lot of Christians don't spend much time thinking about it, why it's important for Christians to think about. So I hope to see you again for another video very soon. Please do look at the understandthebible.uk website if you haven't already for more information and for, for more sort of like this. So thanks very much for watching everyone and God bless.